We are I. disagree or to wholly always agree because the alternative could be hypocritical. You know, like this is, this is something that when I listen to people talk always reigns in my mind. So this is in reference to, you know, listening to somebody talking, saying like, you know, I don't understand why like people stop drinking Bud Light. Like it's a beer. If you drink it and you like it, like why would you stop drinking it because of all of this, you know, like woke culture bullshit? Like why would you boycott the sales? And it, is it simply because, you know, a lot of like high profile people, very public, very famous people have told people, well, actually not have told people. Some of them may have, but just expressed how they will never drink it again. And when you look at the context around this, it's like, okay, well, if people aren't drinking it because they don't want to buy into the, you know, like to the bullshit that comes along with it. So then it's like, well, no, it has nothing to do anymore about the message that was then promoted and whether or not that you connect with that message. It's just not wanting to get caught up in the shit that surrounds it, which is legitimate. Because like now with that beer, for example, like when you have people, when you go out, and these are only anecdotal stories that I've heard, is that when you go out, you hear, you know, the narrative, you have some drunk guy or maybe sober guy or a woman, you know, if you're drinking a Bud Light, they'll be like, hey, are you fucking trans? Or hey, are you fucking gay? Blah, 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 blah. You know, it's like most people will stop drinking a beer, for example, because they just don't want, they just don't want stress. Now, is that good that they're doing that or not good that they're doing that? Well, realistically, not good that they're doing because they're just folding and bending to the masses. You know, but if you tell people also that it's crazy that you that you support that because, you know, or support the boycott and the ban because it's silly. It's like, well, you also can't fundamentally tell people what is silly and what is not silly. Or what is worth believing in and not believing in. Because again, it comes back to the concept that who gets to decide what is silly and when? Who gets to decide what is real information and when? Who gets to decide what the uniform singular narrative is? And this where it goes back to how do you get comfortable with being the person that just says truth or not truth? Real or not real. You can believe what you want to believe, no matter what that is. However, if you hurt me or you come at me, there may be a point in time where there's dire consequences. Because you can't take on somebody else's hurt into consequences that's that person's responsibility. And I think that this is where the fundamental disconnect of this all is, is that you have people wanting to take on the discomfort of other people and not allow those people to have accountability for their own discomfort and their own decision making because it takes 
it takes a lot of courage to stand up for yourself. And it takes a lot of courage to be able to voice your opinion. But if you don't exercise that courage, how do you actually fundamentally know how you really feel? Because at that point in time, you also have to engage in conversation and dialogue with people who may push back on your on your narrative a little bit. And maybe that'll change it and maybe it won't. You know, but if you constantly allow other people to be able to fight your opinions for you, and if that's really what it comes down to, like, like that's kind of a scary world. Because again, this is where we get into the whole narrative in, that we've seen lately, especially with COVID. It's like, you wear a mask and you get vaccinated to be able to protect other people. It's like, no, motherfucker. Like, those people need to protect those people. It's like all the studies that are coming out now, you know, about how COVID killed zero healthy people under 60. Zero. Like, literally fucking zero. And how, as we've known for years, the more COVID shots you get, the worse your outcomes of getting COVID are. Never mind everything else. It's like, well, so who got to decide that and when? You know, and even like what people deem to be hate speech. It's like, well, hate speech compared to who and for what? Because an anti-trans, anti-gay message to Christians is not hate speech. Like, that's God's word. Like, that's God's word, wholly and thoroughly. So what do you do with that? Are you anti-trans, anti-gay? Or are you just listening to what God wants? Well, who gets to decide? Well, what if your version of God does allow people to be gay and trans? Well, now we're in some conflict. And if you don't believe in God at all, or even in more conflict. What if you're Muslim and you think gay people should be killed, stoned, even more? Like, it's not just words and opinions anymore. Like, it's, it's actual literally death. So who gets to decide and when? This is the problem. Because this is exactly the same issue that we're faced about. Who gets to decide and drive the narrative? Because it's whoever happens to be in power or yielding the most power or exercising their ability to be able to go after the most power. And this is where we run into some real eerie sides of life. But how do you walk through life as a human being, allowing people to believe in something, but seem hypocritical? This is, this is, I guess, what reigns around in my mind is that if, say, they're you know, like they're a, a proponent of free speech. They're a lover of free speech. Free speech for all, no matter what. But then they tell other people that what they believe is silly, say like drinking a Bud Light in regards to this whole trans thing with Bud Light. But you can't and you have no right. You should celebrate those people who are boycotting Bud Light because that's the same concept and that's the same freedom that allows you to be able to think that Fat people are healthy or that, you know, martial arts is the way to go and the way to be able to live life or that, you know, working a union job and then coming home and watching Netflix for four hours is the best life. Because all of these things are saying you can't believe in one and not believe in the other. You can't bestow that autonomy over yourself and not give that autonomy to other people. 
I think that one of the biggest disconnects is just people who are loud. People want to force other people to believe what they want to believe because this is the fucking annoying part. Because then those people are typically more hypocritical. It's like, hey, you do you. You live your life. I'll live mine. We'll both go on our merry way. But when you want to demonstrate and have marches and all this kind of stuff, like one deserve or one class of people deserves more rights than the other or one group of people gets to break more of the rules than another group of people because that's just the way that it is to be able to equal out the scales of so-called justice well who gets to decide all that and when this is the hypocrisy this is what i have a tough time with because you can poke holes this 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 way of living life is like swiss cheese there's so many fucking holes in it and the holes are so big that it's like shooting a cannon down a hallway. You're never going to be able to hit anything. It's just this massive void and this small ball going down it. Eventually, you might hit something because the hallway turns or the cannonball dies out and hits the floor and rolls and hits a wall or something. But the holes in all this, these systems are so vast. And again, I think this is the reason why people came here and said, like, look, no, like, just leave people alone. If you leave people alone, they will congregate in natural groups and communities of people where they will all thrive and survive together. What is blatantly exhausting is when you take people in you have these melting pot societies, countries, nations, or major cities, and then tell everybody to get along. It's like, well, fuck. You know how hard it is? When you have people who think and feel in every possible different way, all in one space at one time, and say, now you should have compassion for others. And this is why communities before used to typically just reside, or people in these communities just resided in, ethnic backgrounds, cultural backgrounds, religious backgrounds, because you knew that you had the same base as everybody else. And you just, if you didn't buy into that and you didn't believe in it too, you just went to the next community because eventually you did find a community that believed in the same things that you believed in, which has a very harmonious tone to it. So again, like this is the tough part about one world government, one world society, one world nation, major urban cities, is that you get this conflict versus people just being able to litter the planet and find smaller communities of people who believe in the backbones of the same life that they want to believe in. So the question of the day is simply, where do you stand here? Like, where do you stand in this word salad that I just spent the last X amount of time airing here this morning like what what's your thoughts what's your perspective